What's up, y'all? It's Whitley. You're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. You know what? Just do it. Yep, whatever it is, just do it. If you was looking for a sign to do something, this is it. Like Nike, just do it. <laughs> Me and one of my girlfriends was talking today, um, and we were talking just about business, our schedules, and we had been running into the same problems. The same problem. The one of the main problems is, you know, that need to over plan and kind of see the results sometimes all the way through the end. And sometimes that is a, a very good characteristic. Like if you're planning a specific event or project that has like just one date. <laughs> And you need to see the details like, you know, you need chairs there. It has to begin and end at a certain time. You know, being able to plan in that way works. You know, but then there are some parts of our journey where we just have to say, OK, I want to get there. And that end goal, even that end picture is clear in the sense that we know how we want to feel we know what we're working towards, but there's, you know, some details and there's some variables that may have to happen in between time that can keep that ending picture all the way from coming into perfect 2020 view. And so sometimes when we don't have that clear, clear picture, it stops us from making other decisions in the present moment that really need to go ahead and be made. And the very first decision is that that end picture is going to get clear as I get closer to it. But if I never make a decision in the present moment to walk in that direction, regardless of, of if I can fully see it or not, it will never come into full frame. Now, you may be saying if you listen to last night's episode, well, Willie, isn't that contradictory? Because you said, have the vision, write the vision, make it plain, and then broadcast it on your mind. And yes, <laughs> yes, and <laughs> it may sound like it's in contradiction, but it is in full alignment. And it's in full alignment because even even God says walk by faith but not by sight and so when you think of just think about something that you have now that you envision yourself having you knew you wanted you knew you wanted to live in this place you knew you wanted to have this type of car or if you're in your relationship that you've always imagined or you wanted your engagement to happen a certain way or you want like think of something that you really wanted for a time that now you have now now very rarely does the way that it happens and even the full manifestation look exactly like we imagine unless we want to set them specifically like I told I told my mom I wanted this red sweater from Macy's and it's from this brand, this designer. Yes, but I'm talking about things that, you know, can can show up with, with a much broader stroke. 
Like I, I just told God, Hey, I feel like you gave me this desire for dance. Like you put this in me to the point to where this is something that I feel like when I pursue it, it makes me want to be better. Now, when I first had that vision and when that prayer first came out of my mouth, I still only saw the full manifestation of me pursuing dance, dancing behind Beyonce. But the more I have followed (laughs) the vision in each steps, like I never planned on going to grad school. I never planned on moving to New York. I never planned on being a middle school dance teacher. Like there are parts of my journey that I did not plan that I absolutely love now. That as I got closer and I just kept moving toward the next right thing, it got clearer. But what I knew for sure is there's something about this dance journey that I'm enjoying. That I want to keep on riding this wave. And wherever my interests take me, even when it started veering off from what I thought, I I would say I had a little bit of resistance, but then I didn't because when it came to my career, it always felt like, oh, that makes sense for me to do that or I feels good or I didn't know I really liked this or, you know, it just continued to curve in that direction. You know, when I think about some of the relationships I've I've had or I've cultivated, you know, whether professional friendships, like you couldn't have told me the relationships would end the way they ended or start the way they were going to start or I would meet these people or let go of those people. You know, I, there are certain things about my journey that I couldn't have planned. I, I had a vision but then the way it manifests or when I got to that point, it, it looked kind of different and it was better than what I could imagine. And so I say all of that to say when we don't make a decision, like if I would have never made a decision to pursue dance at all, I just kept saying, well, I don't have a trainer. I don't live in L.A. or New York or, you know, wherever these dance auditions and stuff are because I started making this decision like you know my senior year in high school I didn't even know I wanted to go to grad school until like my senior year of (laughs) undergrad so you know I'm not thinking oh yeah I'll have the opportunity to move to New York or LA and do all these auditions like I, I didn't have any of that in mind You know, so I could have easily said, you know, that's not possible or I don't know the how. So I'm not going to make the next right move. I'm not going to make this next right decision. But it's that making a decision to move in that direction where other things become clear and it don't have to be anything on a grand scale. Like right now, I'm talking about huge life decisions, but also I'm thinking about this just in the in the. In the smaller things, because that's where we practice self-trust. So, for example, y'all know I'm over cheer and dance. I always use these things as an example. And I've been building out our calendar and I've been sitting on this calendar for about two or three weeks. And it's a tentative calendar, but I did a calendar for our cheer and dancers, 
you know, from August to May. And I have dates on there. I have different performances that I want them to do, different things that we're working towards. But I've just been holding on to it. And really, like, once my week starts, like, it starts. <laughs> and then the, the weekend feel like 30 minutes. But once it gets going, it gets going. But I've been really delaying sending this calendar out. And it's been making me anxious every time I think about sending it out. Because I feel like I'm working with so much unknown, like because of the restrictions dealing with this pandemic and stuff, um, our district specifically has put more restrictions that were beginning to lighten up back on our campus, like guests coming on the campus and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that messes with the guest artists I'm trying to bring in at the fundraiser I tried to do like. It, it makes me anxious because I don't know how long this is going to last. I'm not sure if it does last, what my other plan is. I'm not sure what if they'll still allow middle school, middle school to have like their games because I know they prioritize the high school. And last year they did that and then had a very brief season for middle school. And I don't know how that's going to work with the rest of my life. It's so much that. What I'm saying to y'all is what like goes through my mind and it just creates more anxiety. And today it was like, Whitley, just send the calendar out and explain just in in brief to the parents. Hey, this will be a living document. So I'm going to send y'all a Google Docs link. I'm going to let you know anytime I change it. But I just ask that you be patient. Be present because we're dealing with a lot of unknowns, <laughs> you know, so things are changing as we go. Like I literally just found out last week about a middle school cheer camp that our our district is hosting. And it's really good uh, because I went in the spring, which they hold to a semester, which I didn't know about the fall one and I didn't get it. I'm not even gonna go there, but I didn't I didn't get the information. Because I wasn't on their email uh, for something I've already asked my leadership to take care of. But I just ended up having a meeting with the coordinator and she ended up telling me about it. I was like, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't have even known about this. (laughs) So I'm telling the parents about that and stuff tonight. But I, I, I share that because. Since I delay sending out the calendar or making any, you know, decisions or whatnot, you know, I don't know what position I put any parent in who probably already made plans for the Saturday they need to be at this. They need to get their child needs to get dropped off at this camp because I had plans that Saturday, but they also need to be at that camp not need to be as far as like they're going to get in trouble if not but because cheer really ain't my thing and that's a great camp because they they have that I don't know if y'all watched the Netflix show cheer I think it's called cheer but two of the guys from there did the camp last year with a uh entire organization so like the camp the camp is really good and cheers and dances and stuff they learn like it's quality content like they that they can really use and that'll help me a whole lot so that'll give us a head start for the season and luckily you know even if we weren't dealing with these restrictions my team doesn't have to 
uh, my school doesn't have a middle school football team. So it's like we got the whole, you know, first two months to prepare and then they might have basketball season. Um, but they also still might do parades and um, we have our school huddles and, and pep rallies and things like that that we need to prepare for. But I say all of that to say, like, here I am being anxious about just sealing the calendar and communicating that things could change because I'm trying to have everything figured out. I'm trying to have everything stay exactly the same. Once I communicate it, that is what it's going to be. And it's like, how often, even when we were in normal school years, you know, did that remain the case? Things were always coming up. Things were always getting changed. Things were always shifting. And so I'm learning for me that I have to be okay with, with really dealing with the unknown. And that's a lot of, you know, what we all deal with when we're planning or trying to reach our goals, whether they're small or whether they're big. Sometimes we plan a goal that's so big that we don't know all of the between the steps. And so what I've done for me is that like I have this four to five year plan that's just a major goal dealing with my career. It's one major goal that's a sentence long, but then I said, okay, that's four years out. What are the smaller steps? And so I broke it down to smaller things and I said, okay, well, what's necessary this year? And then I wrote one career goal this year, one, one. And it's and to me, it's small enough to where it's like, okay, it gives me something to work towards. It puts me, a, uh, it definitely puts me on the edge, but it's nothing that's too overwhelming. But that, you know, I'll be able to do this in four years. That was overwhelming because I don't even know what that'll look like. I don't know how I would get there, but I had to keep breaking it down until it at least like pushed me out of my comfort zone, but it wasn't that unreachable or that unattainable, you know, uh, but I just, but the just do it part of that was just making a decision just making a decision and I was going to break it down and then I was going to move towards that and then even break that that one year down into like okay if this is your you're trying to hit this at the end of the year what are the small things in between that could be done or that that are associated with this and I break it down even more in bite-sized things what's a actionable step I can take today That'll push me in a direction of meeting this in a year and then asking myself that every day. And sometimes it just may be research. Sometimes it may be working on what exactly is at my job. Because like I told you on the past podcast, I only take positions that are in alignment with where I can learn more skills for what I want to do, enhance my skills while also making some type of, you know, regular income if I'm going to be doing it. But I can't spend my time doing nothing that's not feeding my skill set because there's just not enough money to pay me for that. <laughs> while some people, you know, they, um, if the job is low maintenance enough, but it pays high 
they'll take the pay. And then as long as they still had a time and the energy to work on, you know, what they really want to work on after hours, they can do that. And I've seen a lot of men be successful doing that um, because money is a strong motivating factor to them. To me, money is not a huge, like it's, it's a motivating factor, but it won't keep me motivated at a job that I do not like or that I don't feel a purpose in. Um, whereas some people that may work. So you got to find what works for you in that area if that part of the message is for you. But that's all I have for y'all. I just want to encourage you, remind you, be that alarm that you need it to just do it. Whatever it is, make the decision. In Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, he says successful people make decisions quickly and change them very slowly, if at all. And unsuccessful people make decisions slowly and change them quickly and often. And what he meant by that, I mean, it's very straightforward, but he wanted to emphasize the point that, yes, take time to deliberate, take time to, you know, we all naturally worry, but make sure you do all of that before you make a decision, but make that decision promptly, like, like, because honestly, there's only so much information any of us have, but we have to make a decision. And then once we make a decision, that's where trust relies. Some people, and that's what he said, unsuccessful people take all day to make a decision. And then once they finally make it, they try to change it multiple times and quickly. And I used to be like that as well. And I'm trying to get way better at just make a decision quickly and then ride it out with whatever consequences come. I'm willing to face them because this is the decision that I'm making. And there are things right now that I want to do or that I want to see manifest um, that making a decision kind of scares me. <laughs> it scares me because it's. Again, I'm dealing with so much unknown that it's like, okay, if I make a decision and start this, it's like, where do I go if it don't go? Like these questions that I'm asking y'all <laughs> that I'm saying out loud, I really be saying to myself, but it's like either way, there's no way to know that. And it doesn't mean that I won't have the tools to pivot if I need to. And so that's where self-trust come in. And that's what me and my my good friend were talking about today. Um, and I told her this and I need to be telling it to myself. I said, that's where self-trust comes in. She said the same thing. It's like, well, what if this, what if that? And we were kind of laughing about it. And then it got to the point where I was like, well, that's where self-trust comes in. Because likely whatever problem is going to come at a point where, you know, Stuff hit the fan and we do got to make a decision or we do got to pivot or something do come up that we didn't plan. That's the prime time where we'll know how to rely on our instincts. And we've seen ourselves do it before, you know, but if we try to, you know, we can try to plan so much for the unknown. But if we wait to make a decision, 
to get more information, this, the decision is never going to be made. It's just never going to be made. I remember before I moved where I mo- where I moved now, um, I was working on my credit and paying some things off and all of that. And I was staying with a family member. And at first I was delaying making a decision about moving. I know I knew I really wanted to move. I knew what area I wanted to stay in, but I was so scared because I was like, dang, I feel like that area going to cost an arm and a leg. That's what people be saying, this, this, and that. And I was just mulling over it, but I never would make a decision. It wasn't until I made a decision that literally within a week, I found a place that was in my budget that was exactly where I want to stay. And it was the best decision I could have made. But literally, it wasn't until I made a decision about it that I started looking in that direction. The path got clearer for me to like, okay, work with this agent. And then they sent me some listings. And then, but that process never, it was never moving forward as long as I was stuck in limbo, whether or not I was moving or not. You know, so. Yeah, if you need a sign, encouragement to get a move on it, to just do it, to make a decision, here it is. Decide to make a decision today. And I just want to challenge you, and I'm going to challenge myself on this too, um, because sometimes I notice when it's an important decision or even on smaller decisions that take me like, oh, I got to plan for this, or I'm trying to be super careful about all the details, um, I'm going to give myself 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours to make my next decisions, my next decisions that require me to really think about it. I'm going to give myself 24 to 48 hours. No, I'm going to cut it at 24 hours, 24 hours. My next five big decisions and big decisions can have to do with like my responsibilities, um, my goals. I'm going to give myself 24 hours so that way I don't delay making a decision. So I invite you (laughs) to join me in this challenge if you want to strengthen your ability to make decisions And to ultimately strengthen your self-trust, look at the areas where you need to make decisions and give yourself 24 hours to do so. Especially if you got some decisions that's already pending. So I love y'all so much. If you want to reach out to me, my email is on my website, WhitleyNGreen.com. My blog is also there, Arts Feminine on Twitter, The Feminine Arts Academy on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Wandering Whitley on Facebook and Instagram. Wit with Hooray is my personal page. And remember, get in alignment to receive your assignment. Talk to you soon.